0: Hi, everybody dave's opening Hi, everybody. a beer oh i we caught him i thought you were giving up beer um actually i went really well this week with very
1: little very, 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 very little very mm-hmm. little i lose weight when i do that. yeah <laughs> hello so that's my new plan great weekend only good for you
0: what are you drinking there
1: um that's just a sam adams oktoberfest that anthony brought over ah, for D. okay we had the best D game
0: did you? Can I say it on the air here? D you know sure,
1: because you might go through this later on with Mike Lemke if I get you guys started. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, then don't tell us. I found Welcome out today to that
0: show. my therapist plays D and D. Oh my analyst. No. Yeah. really? She does.
1: She does. She? Yeah. Will she join our world?
0: I'm looking for some women to play with you and Mike. That would yes. be too weird. Probably not allowed <laughs> as far as that sort of ethical thing goes. But she she was telling me the other day. She's encouraging me to play pandemic because she plays pandemic with her family and it's a great game cooperative gets people together she's encouraging me to play pandemic with my family and uh she said she plays D. so we've got more to talk about that you know, is super cool who knows how, who knows how that'll all turn indeed out. yeah And this
1: is, I'm Dave, and that's Jeff over there. I'm
0: Jeff, and this is the two half squads.
1: Well, about the only podcast on the net dedicated about 100% to the greatest game in the world.
0: Yeah, which would be Pandemic. No. Could be. be. Wait, no. Advanced Advanced squad Squad leader. leader. Of course. Yeah, there's no question about that. So I was uh, on vacation recently talking about beer. Oh, this is episode what? 209. And, uh... Just for the record, it's uh, September 2018. Yeah. Well, I went on vacation a couple of weeks ago with my wife. We went up to Wisconsin, a little place along Lake Michigan, and we decided to get a little crazy. I've been on kind of a very strict diet for a couple of reasons <laughs> All right, Jeff, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, for I'm, a lot of uh, months.
1: What? Uh, I'm sorry. You went... You were going to get a little crazy and you went yeah. to
0: Wisconsin? Well, yeah. Uh, something's not Did I say crazy up here. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I decided to get a little crazy and drink beer again. Oh, right. Which I haven't had for no. since pr- probably November of last year because I'm cutting carbs and stuff. But I thought, hey, I'm on vacation. We can do what we want. So we went to the grocery store and we went to the Piggly Wiggly. Which is, is there the, still Which one? is the grocery store, yes, in this oh. little town in Wisconsin. Oh, and man. I was looking at the beer, and I thought, wow, uh, there one caught my eye. It took me back in time, and I thought, this reminds me of years gone by, Miller High Life, the champagne of beers. hmm And I thought, I've always liked Miller High Life. I'm going to get that. I'm tired of all these craft beers, the IPAs, the little beer that's $10 for a six-pack you know what I grabbed the other day? My hams. Did you get a hams? The beer refreshing. Yeah. Remember? We
1: played that theme song on the show like 20 years ago. Yeah. I did. And I thought of us. Like, oh, look, I got to just get hams. Yeah. I got a
0: hams the other night. Mike and I went out to a bar, uh, Eddie's in downtown Arlington Heights, and I got a hams, and it was delicious. But anyway... I got the Miller High Life, and it was only $4.50 for a six-pack. I thought, this is great. I'm not paying $10 for a six-pack. I'm going to buy this for $4.50 a six-pack. Yeah, you got to wonder. So we took that home, along with a couple of frozen pizzas, and we cracked open those hams. I mean, uh, sorry, those Miller High Life, you got me on hams now. And they were delicious, sparkling, flavorful, distinctive, which was actually their catchphrase for a little while back in the day. So we went back, we bought more Miller High Life. We thought this is so inexpensive. Well, when we got home, we thought let's let's keep drinking it. So we went over to our local purveyor, which is Binny's. And guess what a six-pack there was? Oh, $3. Oh, Three, We thought 4.50 was great. We were so happy. $3. We're buying a 12-pack for $6 at and Binny's? At Binny's. And it's delicious. I gotta go over there. Well, I've got hams upstairs in the fridge. I offered you one the other night when you came over. No, not hams. I'm... I'm sorry, a <laughs> Miller. You <laughs> broke Boy, me. Up. I you yeah, up. you messed me
1: up. Hams, the beer refreshing. Ooh. So yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I drank Miller High Life beer for a few weeks, and I put on five pounds. So I've stopped again. But um, oh, see. But anyway, I it was ton, fun. Yeah. It was fun to jump off the band. Jump off the wagon for a while. Delicious. Excellent indeed. Yeah, we had a great vacation. And then we got back from vacation, and then I went on the fishing trip, my annual fishing trip. Yeah, with you my did. Buddies. 27 like, years fishing in the same spot. And I actually. And still fished. not catching anything. Well, I <laughs> fished this year. I actually put my hook in the water. And? I didn't catch anything. Not even an old
1: hams can floating around
0: nothing you know actually uh, as i've mentioned before i've stopped fishing i've i usually don't even go out i just sit in the cabin and And read read squad leader stuff and enjoy myself well this year i decided to get out so i went out but i didn't really want to catch fish because i thought why ruin the afternoon for the fish you hook a fish it wrecks his day Mm-hmm. And a lot of these fish, they'll swallow the hook and you uh-huh. think, oh, I'm just uh-huh. going to release him. Yeah, but he's swimming around with a hook in his craw. Who wants that? Well, my son had braces. Yeah, well, it's very similar. Mm-hmm. And who likes that? So I put on a very ugly lure that I knew no fish would bite. And I thought if any fish is stupid enough to bite this, I'll haul it into the boat. Why but, why, and, why am I imagining
1: Bugs yeah. um, Bunny cartoons and lures shaped yeah, like women yeah. dancing? <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. It was like that, but uh, I didn't catch any, but the other lads did, so we had enough to eat, and it was fun. So you'll eat the fish. Yeah, I just won't catch it.
1: Yeah. You know, there, my mom told me a story, Jeff, when I was little, uh, Um, when something like the, the little hen said, hey, who's going to help me reap in the grain, and... Not I said the donkey. Not yeah. I said the cow. Right. And then she, said, who's going to help me bake the bread? And not I said the donkey. Not and I. I
0: said the fox. And, and yeah. then
1: who's going to help
0: me eat this bread? And they all said, "We will." And she said, "Shove it up your nose, <laughs> <Yeah>. you lazy
1: <laughs> animals!" Yeah. That's what I think your friend should say to you. Yeah. Jeff, well, look at our good fish, and you'll be like, "Oh, I'll try some."
0: Well, here's the. No, you won't, you. Here's the trick. What? I cook the fish. Oh, you do the help I get out the deep fryer, I get out the batter, the special batter, and I make up this tasty fried fish and corn fritters and beans and potatoes and fresh coleslaw. I make my own coleslaw. Yeah, I do all the cooking.
1: There are a few seasonal things that I, I actually really look forward to in their season. And I must say, one is, of course, the bears. The Bears. I get I really get a little like, okay, let's go, let's get some football going. Let's go. And the other is the fish fry at the Catholic Church right oh, down the corner. Cool. Yeah. It is the most wonderful. They battered up all themselves back there. They it's do. lightly battered. Yeah. Wow. But I I gotta say, I'm 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 already I was thinking about it this week. Oh, that fish fry, how long do I have to wait till to Lent.
0: You're not Catholic.
1: No, you don't have to be. You can just show up.
0: You don't have to be Catholic to go
1: eat there. No. It's wow. Great. It's like it used to be all you can eat. Oh, and they changed it once. Yeah, it used to be all you can eat, and then they changed <laughs> it to um, two dollars for an extra piece of fish. Yeah. So you get like three or something, That's and your good. coleslaw, and you get this pizza, little pizza if you want. It's plenty of food, really, salad and a dessert. All for this, whatever, ten bucks but i didn't know they changed it to be no refill so i went through the line again and i got <laughs> off
0: i can fish. just i can just see you <laughs> working your way through the line your mouth is salivating oh it's fantastic yeah.
1: i would like to taste your fish Well, anyway i guess st- i guess i stole fish from the <sighs> and i think the next time i went i paid for a bunch of extra um pieces of fish and i didn't take them all so i could kind of make up my my oh
0: okay yeah you're a good boy dave thanks thanks and why don't we as long as we're sitting here talking about fish talk about what do you been playing lately Can't get no satisfaction. (laughs) That's some quality music making. We would like to thank, and maybe we should dedicate today's What Have You Been Playing Lately? We should. (laughs) To Bill Ford. Bill Ford. Who sent us these marvelous instruments. He sent us two of these. He printed these with his 3D printer. I've never seen this before, but Dave, and Dave has never seen it before, but I think you're a savant. You are the. (laughs) This is a nose whistle, a nose flute. Dave took to it immediately. You're good. You are a nose flute savant. Amazing. And whoever knew, even knew there was a nose flute? And who would have even decided Ugh. to build one of these things? Not me, man. They are the oddest looking things. I'll get you a p- it up I'll get your picture nose. of you. yeah. And he also sent us the ocarina, which, is, uh, which he also printed, which is a, an odd looking little instrument. I believe this is the instrument they played on uh, The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Oh, yeah, it is. I believe so. He made that from plastic, his 3D mold. Yeah, 3D printer. So uh, <laughs> knowing that we have a fondness for wood instrument, well, for wind instruments, and knowing that David broke one of my flutes on a previous episode, because he was tired of listening to me play. You know I'm taking this to school on Monday. Oh, yeah, you you should. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, with that as an introduction, here we go. What have you been playing lately? What have you been playing lately? (laughs) There we go. Man, this job is so crazy. Who are these crazy people
1: that give us these things? I don't know. Crazy, Bill. Thank you, Bill Forge. Well, what have we what been, have, playing what have you been playing lately, lately Dave? I suppose? Um, well, Jeff, you haven't had time for ASL.
0: Have you played anything else lately? No, I've been on vacation, and so no.
1: And you, you don't play ASL with those guys up there, do you now?
0: No, I, I used to fantasize about getting the guys on the fishing trip into gaming, but that is a, that, that way lies madness, well, so I've given up on that. Well, I
1: have played across the ISL, or do you say Isle? Um
0: Issel, I guess. It's, I, I, it's I, that's a word
1: I'm not familiar with. It's Germany. Oh. Uh, on the second day of Operation Plunder, ASL Scenario W-O-11 from Winter Offensive Pack, and I played it. We had uh, a guy's out for an ASL weekend when you were fishing. We had the great Jim Burris and oh, wow. uh, other people over. Yeah. And it was only it was six of us, so I'll talk more about that later because I have some recordings I'll put onto the air um, from that weekend. Oh, great. it will be a couple shows from now because we're just so packed with things. Yeah. Dude, we're still cleaning up all the uh, interviews yeah. from uh, almost from uh, half a year ago. Yes. So. And uh, this one is a five-turner, nice short one board. I played Doug Grease. Great to see you again, Doug. And there is a... Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. The Germans had only six squads, two leaders, a medium and two lights, a Shrek and a SPW 251, the one with the 75L and the low ammo number. And the British win. They have to get more victory points of unbroken personnel east of the stream and within three hexes of a building more than the Germans have there. So you got to cross the stream, okay, across the Issel. ISIL. Maybe it's like oh, a river. Okay. I don't yeah. know. And the bridge does not exist, so you're gonna to have to get down into the creek.
0: Gotta get wet. You're gonna get your feet wet, guys.
1: Yep. And then there's ram kangaroos. So the British are oh, and don't sweet. don't yeah, don't panic about that. Look up the rules, read it. It's pretty simple. These are recalled once the guys are unloaded. So you're really moving on. Uh you do wanna be careful moving on. You don't want to get shot by that 75L or anywhere near that Shrek. And I believe uh, then, yeah, they're recalled. Vehicles can't enter the stream, so the British are going to unload on this side of the stream anyway. So you're picking a nice entrance area, place to unload. You're hoping you're not coming in next to a German with a Shrek at any point. And I think I just came up one on the kind of center, one on the right, or no, I mean three on the center, three on the right, maybe four, and unloaded. You got two support tanks that are the Shermans with the 75s and... In the British control. Uh, what I'm looking at five squads, five half squads, three liters, two lights for the Brits. And I, I, I really knew why I won, so I really enjoyed it. But you got to get up, you got to break them, Germans, you got to get to that river. And you can take, I hope this was legal. <laughs> yeah, you can take <laughs> crest status in a stream. Oh. You're going to have to. Yeah. So if you miss that you're going to be in trouble. But it came down to the last buildings, it came down to near the last turn. Uh the British he did not engage you you got to use the SPW with the 75L for the Germans. You got to engage of course the enemy tanks, right? With the 75s and take them out. Don't he I think he got distracted and was shooting at infantry or didn't realize I had pulled up where I could see him across mm-hmm. the river mm-hmm. behind a hedge or something. And uh, I was able to nail them, get rid of that threat, and then got the lucky you know shots on the Germans in the buildings I needed to get into there, S5, on board 66. Managed to pull it out in the end. Nip and tuck the whole way. A lot of fun. Excellent. Of fun. I think all the Germans were hip. I think all of them.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. They were hip. No, I don't think they were. Oh. Did you play more than one scenario that day? The
1: last attack. No, ah. this one was with Dave Timonen. Ah. It's the finish one. We are down to two Hakpale scenarios left to play. Wow. Then we'll be able to jump into some great Bounding Fire games. Maybe Poland in Flames. Uh, and this was a big one. Last attack. You're really fighting for two areas. I tweeted this out on our Twitter feed twice. I use the same photos twice. Sorry, people. But the, the story was different. And so there's four boards put in hill overlays. The right hand side is basically uh, the two hills and a part of a city you gotta control. Left hand side, uh, way in the back toward you, if I'm playing the Finn. no, the Russian, the Russian, back toward me, that'd be south. There's another set of build- a building you gotta control. The Finns gotta control. So they gotta get two buildings. Then there's a lot of woods on that left side all the way back. It's board 52. Okay. And you got lots of troops. It's we two nighter for us. We had play tested this three times. The Russians won I won twice as the Russians, lost once as the Russians. against Dave. We played version a couple different versions of it play tests. And there's a big mortar and an AT gun. Wait a minute, group six, our art- artillery piece. Oh, select seven of the following eight groups. Well, I guess I didn't take the big artillery piece. I think you should, people. Now that I've played it again, I think you might want to take that artillery piece. Although, boy, you get three squads instead. So you got to pick groups anyway, right? So it gives us some variety, seven of the eight. And I love the big mortar and, of course, the AT gun. And Dave was rolling up, took the front area, at a slow pace, um, I got some notes. Maybe I'll try to read them. Um, board 32, overlay, OB-6. It fell easily. It was one of the buildings. Dave got four squads by, oh, yeah, he captured four squads by surrounding him four wow! russian squads Seems All at once yeah oh, in wow. one turn seems yeah. devastating yeah so he, it, i i don't know how he did it well how helped me and me and he got guys coming around the back and while he was fighting for that that's the forward building he needs mm-hmm. to take um he ended up with not enough on the other side so maybe that was the trade-off uh, but uh, Woods on 25, on 17, 25, yeah, board, oh, 17, board 17. Had lots of Russians in there. Uh, I just used this whole giant Woods hex in front of the victory hex to, to pump it up with the, my troops. Three, six, two, eights were entering on turn five by W4, and that's a victory hex in the back, again, southern portion of the left half of the board. So I chose you get to have reinforcements and... Brought him on just in the nick of time there too. Well, actually he ran out of steam and points, so he had an immobile tank that I immobilized early on um, from this hill, this back hill. So I think you got to use this back hill overlay hill eight and take the third level or second level. Watch out for the orchards on the hill that'll block some line of sight and uh, hit him up there by the buildings on board 32. He had to take immobilize the tank. Figured to leave it hit other targets while I can, I can always come back for that one. Because if you score 32 points or more, I believe you you, you win as the Russian. So going along, I wasn't scoring too many points until my gun went on a tear. So uh, I killed one in the center, and that turned to run away once he realized I was hidden, a gun and then hit him. And then on one of the uh, on DD five on board seventeen facing forward, eight armor factor. So I kept AP armor piercing. You know you can roll to have the special ammo. Right. You're gonna really want to do it with this Russian gun to take him out from the front. Um, I had several bounce on him, several bouncing. So he was you know seemed like I wouldn't be able to. And suddenly kill the tank, rate of fire. Kill the tank, rate of fire. And then I'm like, well. There sits that one that's immobilized, right, far away now. Yeah. i uh, pretty close to the 32 points, so let's just go try and kill it. Hit it again.
0: I rolled real hot. I used the yellow and white dice Oh, did to, you? Oh, you? Remember? Day. I haven't been using them. You don't use them against me anymore because I, I always leave in a huff. <laughs> you know, I'm using a lot of my dice from um, not broken
1: ground, but... In Canada. First yes. story. Right. Uh, I'm using a lot of those. And then I'm like, I'm going back to yellow and white. And sure enough, in when the you want to win, in you the end, rip out
0: the yellow and white.
1: They went on a tear with a rate of fire, racked up to 30 points. Oh. So, as the Finn, you must, must protect those tanks. It should be easy to keep them behind cover. Um,. You got across a few patches, and I, I just caught Dave there. I caught another tank that won, and that one hex I mentioned. He didn't realize I had a line of sight to it. I wasn't sure either. Checked it. Got it. So that's what I've been playing lately. Last attack, two-night two game with Dave by Lars Thuring. Remember Lars, too? I do. And um, across the ISIL.
0: Uh, then the word you were trying to think of was battle school. Battle school. Yeah. Thank you. I had to look it up as well. Anyway, great. Good report there, Dave. Hey, Dave, this was a great idea to get out of the house for a change and come to this cool nightclub. This is really amazing, Jeffrey, except I am blinded by the disco ball. Well, as soon as your eyes get back and adjust to the light, look at those girls over there. Oh, I can see them now. Look at them, Jeffrey. Maybe they would go out with us. Do you think they would? They would never go out with us. What do we have to offer them? Maybe we could offer them some Bounding Fire Productions products. Oh, why, of course. Bounding Fire produces only the best thoroughly play-tested, action-packed scenarios Mm -hmm. and campaigns. Mm -hmm. They're committed to customer service. That's right. How could anybody possibly resist something from Bounding Fire Productions? They could not. We could give them our lines, you know, our pickup lines, like, um, Hey, girls, you want to go into the rubble? Oh, that's a good one, Dave. Or how about if I said, Hey, ladies... Let's go to the high ground Oh, that would work every
1: time We can put the Operation Cobra Into work here now To
0: help us achieve our objective schmidt With these oh, lovely ladies That's so good That's really good, Dave Good thinking Maybe they would want to see our crucible of steel Oh, especially mine I think so And by the end of the night Poland would be in flames oh, It's gonna be a hot one, my Let's go over there and talk I'm so to excited. them. So uh, excited! Come on, go ahead. Me. You, you, okay, go ahead. Hey, ladies, uh, do you want to go maybe not just to the beach, but beyond the beachhead? Ow! Oh, David, David. Yes, Jeffrey. Guess what time it is, David. Why? Do guess, won't you? Is it time for box art review? Oh, (laughs) good heavens, I believe you are correct. Hello,
1: listeners. You'll want to open up your web pages and search for Winter Offensive Bonus Pack 9. Or get out the real copy and take a look at the art. Is it art or is it a photograph or is photography art?
0: Uh, Well, I would have to say that photography is definitely not art. It's not, but in this case, we might make an exception. Very well. Right, I'm looking at this. It's, um... It's dreadful. (laughs) Because? Because? It's a misty, smudgy hodgepodge of nothing. It appears that way at first, but if you look
1: closer, you will notice the figures emerging from the fog, wearing their gas masks, which makes you think of what conflict, Jeffrey? World War I. That's correct. World War I. And I've always thought these gas
0: masks were kind of scary. They were very scary. They're definitely. creepier than yeah. anything.
1: Yeah. Creepy. And I got pictures of dogs wearing gas masks that I put up in really? the classroom. Yes. Horses with gas masks. Wow. wow. From World War One. It's just creepy. And for me it kind of works. Look at the eyes in the center figure. Yeah. Alright. Black. Yeah. Hollow. Hollow. Coming for you. Mm-hmm. Zombie apocalypse. Zombie. Right. The one on the left. A little bit white.
0: Yeah, he's a little uh, clannish looking. Can I say that? (laughs) He's a little
1: clannish looking, yes. A little bit. Yes. And this is a monochromatic work of art. Yes. with Dealing with how many colors? Monochromatic? Five. No. Six. No. Two. Less? One? Correct. Mono. How many... Pieces of glass and a monocle, Jeffrey. Two? <laughs> no, <laughs> less. How about a monocycle? Oh, of course. One wheel. Ah. A monocycle. I was going to say two. No, it's a right. bi-two. Bi- oh, by bi- 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 okay. sexual by bi- cycle by bi- Wait, it's not a monocycle. It's a unicycle. Oh, right. Why did they change it? I don't the know. The root word. Yeah,
0: that's a good question.
1: But I think this work is certainly is a haunting image. Yes, haunting. And the monochromaticness of it helps it to bring about that feeling. But I also see it as a post-nuclear comment on society. Mm. In these days of my buttons bigger than yours and threats of nuclear annihilation between North Korea and the United States I see this as a post-apocalyptic warning to both leaders of these great nations to be careful.
0: And since this came out, great leaders of these
1: great nations. No, I did not. But you notice, since this came out. Oh, sorry. Since this winter offensive, you never need be sorry, Jeffrey. Except for that musical screw up. You are incompetent, sir. Why? Thank you. I cannot continue. And it's a happy little picture of some guys wearing gas masks, and they're coming through the fog, and they're coming for us. Ooh. See, it doesn't work. So, what was I? Oh, so you notice, since Winter Offensive Bonus Pack 9 has come out, what has happened with the nuclear threats between North Korea and the United States?
0: Well, it's, uh, things have softened a little bit. I think the exactly Bulletin of right. Nuclear Scientist... Uh, bulletin of atomic scientists have turned the clock back a minute that is
1: because of the release
0: of this winter offensive bonus (laughs) pack 9 which was
1: viewed by Kim Jong Un, Jil Un Jung Jing, in North Korea and the wonderful -er. president of the United States and they saw this horrible image and said we cannot let this post-apocalyptic event happen Uh (laughs) it's true See how art affects life. It's true. And life affects art. It is a cycle. What I do think, though, in this picture, once in art school, I made a painting of tanks coming at people, and the people were twisted in a a torturous form and clearly uncomfortable and in pain. And the tanks were coming. They were running from three tanks spread across the canvas. And the art professors looked at it and said, why can't the people just run around the tanks? And I said, you're right. And I came back the next <laughs> week. No, this is true. Dick, really? It is true. I'll show you the pictures. Yeah, I'd with like a, to see that. With a whole line of tanks taking up the entire ah. canvas. There's no more running away. It was a more powerful book of art. And I think if you went ahead and put more of these zombie creatures coming at us across the length of the entire page, it would give us the impression there's no escape. And make it a better work.
0: Yeah. Mm. But it's pretty good. It's not too bad. You're right, actually. It's, it's it no
1: triangle to the to the yeah.
0: um, composition, but... And does this have something to do with the contents thereof?
1: I don't remember. We reviewed that four shows ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> the scenarios. Yeah.
0: In fact, did I play one? I, the I actually... 11? Did I talk yeah. about that today? Uh, which one? Know. Oh yes, you did. Is that from this panel? Yeah. No. W
1: O L I we have no idea. We yeah. We have know. no idea what yeah, we're talking we about, know. folks.
0: But that is box art review. It's beautiful. All right. I stand corrected and I'm gonna go I'm gonna start looking at this stuff with a with a refined and non judgmental eye. Excellent let idea, the art Jeffrey. do the talking. Excellent indeed. Dave. When you need to scratch your ASL itch, uh-huh. where do you where do you go?
1: I have to go somewhere where there's fast service. Yes. Somewhere where the store clerks are very nice. Nice clerks, yep. Somewhere where I'm going to get good ASL bang for my buck.
0: Yep. And selection.
1: And free shipping.
0: Ex- so, here's where I go. Where do you go, Jeff? I'll, I'll let you in on a little secret. Don't tell anybody Ritter Creek. What is that again? Ritter Creek. Ritter Creek. com. Well, Dave, coming off of that marvelous piece of uh exposition that you did there, we're going to move right along to some rules. Oh. And today we are covering A8.15, which is snapshots excellent very good you know your rules so well let's talk about the snapshot any unit wishing to make a small arms or machine gun defensive first fire attack may claim a snapshot if it can trace a line of sight to an entire hex side now it's got to be the entire hex side even if that hex side is part of a blind hex that is crossed by a moving unit in uh, entering the hex even if the center of the hex is out is not in vision if the hex side is in vision you can take the snapshot mhm you with me so far yes
1: okay. so it could be behind a building
0: the hex the people are going to yeah as long as the hex side that you can see viewing, the entire hex you can side. see the entire hex side indeed yes, yes. now can a I'll ask you this quiz show question? Can a snapshot be taken against a unit that is entering your hex as the firer? No, correct. Ooh. You cannot. Now, during the snapshot, the is the first fire uh, non assault movement die roll modifier in effect?
1: Is the non assault
0: movement? Yeah. No, correct. How about uh, movement in open ground? Die roll modifier is that an effect during a snapshot? Because they're moving, you know, they might be moving. Uh, it in could open be ground. between two buildings, yeah. which could be kind of open ground. But I'm yep. no, correct. Oh, good. Yeah, even if the entire length of the hex side is along open ground, those two things do not apply. Nor does the TEM of the of uh, most other terrain in the target hex. Now, the only exceptions you get there is, like, if they're crossing, if your line of fire is crossing a... Wall? A wall, correct. Let's think, what else? Hedge? Yes, right. Very good. Smoke? Oh, man, you are hot. You are on fire. Thanks for the little pointer, Jeff. Wow. And one other that you might not get. Grain fields. Uh, no. Very small actually, rocks. R- yes. Rubble. rubble. Very small rocks. <laughs> rubble. Yeah. Yep. So those will modify a snapshot if it's crossed by the line of fire on the way to the target. Okay. So if if you imagine Flaw. the hex, if it's turned and and your fire is crossing one of those.
1: Yes, not alongside the hex side. Right. But going across it a bit. Right. Still see it all? Mm -hmm. Yes. Sure, sure. All right.
0: Snapshots are resolved as area fire, which means pretty much... Half firepower? Right. And if affected by a snapshot, the moving unit is considered...
1: In the hex, it's leaving. No, entering? No, leaving. Leaving.
0: It's actually in the location entered. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. They, yep. Okay, they make it across. So okay. they make it across, though they may be All right. hurting. Yeah, Neither could... a machine gun that must change its covered arc, nor an ordnance weapon, nor a weapon firing IFE or canister can make a snapshot. Okay. A firer can make a only one snapshot at a unit crossing a hex side. However,. What if it's taking two movement factors to cross that hex side? Can they take two shots? Mm, I do not know. No? I'm going to say no. No. And it is no. Now, a couple of questions here for you. Would a unit placing a DC across an open ground hex side be subject to a snapshot? Placing a DC. Oh, so not, um, we're not really moving into the hex officially. Right. I'm but this saying, is a tricky one. I'm saying yes. Yeah, the, uh, it's no. Oh. There were some really interesting, as, as I was looking up this rule, I found a lot of interesting, like Perry says, questions regarding hmm. snapshots. And a lot of them were really complicated and were very specific to uh, certain terrain types and setups of uh, hexes. So you may want to go... Listeners, you may want to go and look look for those. Because there's a lot of very subtle applications of this rule. I just picked out a few here. Uh, Next, a dashing unit is attacked as it leaves its starting hex with a snapshot. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you
1: can't snapshot a guy placed in a DC. He's not crossing into the terrain. Yeah, that's the easy way to remember yeah. Actually, he's not, he's you know, not running across there. You know, how is he placing it then if he's not? He's just kind of sneaking up and going right back. So it's not the same as like a whole squad running out. In fact, it could be, represent just a few of the guys going out and placing the DC. Mm. So it works for me visually.
0: Okay. As long as it works for you. That's all I care about. <laughs> works for Dave. That's how I run my day. What would Dave do? Um, a dashing unit is attacked as it leaves its starting hex with a snapshot. Would the firepower of this attack be halved or quartered? Because he's dashing, you know. Halved. Quartered. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah, quartered. Cause as he's because he's, uh, he's dashing, so that's half. halved anyway. Oh, and, he's and then it's a snapshot, which is halved. It's area fire, so it's area fire oh, against yes. the dashing unit. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, are snapshots allowed versus unarmored vehicles with vulnerable uh, passengers, riders, and crew? Dang. No. Actually, the answer on this one is I assume yes, and I always I always find that an interesting answer when I when I'm looking these up. I assume yes. I think that means that it's assumed yes, because there is no there's no reason why it shouldn't be, in the rules. Yeah. Okay. So let's think about that for a second. An, an unarmored vehicle. Or armored with passengers, riders, crew vehicles unarmored. With, I mean with riders. With yeah, with passengers, riders, crew. They're crossing along. Let's see. They they're just crossing along. They're by, let's say from road hex to road hex. Oh, uh, sure. With a shot. Clear shot opened on a hex spine. Mm -hmm. You can take a snapshot at them. Yeah. So I guess
1: if there's two buildings blocking them in front of you. Yes. The other two hexes, all you get is that little shot. Right. Okay. I think of it only as an infantry thing,
0: though. And And what is the best example of a snapshot in a movie that you can ever remember? Who. I can kind of see it in my mind, but think of enemy at the gates. They're running. And they're running between and jumping, the buildings, jumping across from building to building. Oh, yeah. And and uh, Ed Harris, at the upper there. level, at the upper yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, He's watching them.
1: Didn't we do this first, Spine and
0: Sprocket? I we think did. I, yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the one guy jumps across, and, and he's just boom. boom. Yeah, oh, this sniper man. thing. Yeah, and you just think, there's yeah. I can run and jump across there. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just jumping across there. Nobody's gonna, man. Yeah, nailed him.
1: I always think of that when I when I. Of course, lots of movies have the guys running between the buildings. Yeah, yeah, on the ground. Right. So, that's it
0: for snapshot.
1: All right. Well, thanks for those rules, Jeff. I think we should call it a show.
0: I think it's a show. And we thank everybody oh, for no, listening to this show. Oh, no, we have to put to in, in
1: the, the Chris Garrett interview. Oh, right, yes. Right, right, right. We'll, That's what we meant We'll to go do. to the interview with Chris Garrett. We'll just plop
0: right that now. in right here. Plop.
2: Bunch of, there's still a bunch of games going on, so.
0: Have a seat. Come on, sit down. So oh, you want to be on. For people
2: on. interviewing, now it's you. <laughs>
1: it's your turn. Sure. <laughs> have you ever heard of us, the two half squads? Oh, yeah. oh you have. You've listened? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's one of the first people oh, to... Yeah, so really? We've never... We haven't talked to anybody today... You believe DeVries has only heard it. a couple of shows. Mark DeVries. Yeah. He's yes. been on three times, and he's only... <laughs> what a bum. What a bum. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm Dave Kleinschmidt. Hi, Chris Garrett. Chris Garrett. I'm Chris, Jeff Hallett. Hi, Jeff. Nice to meet you. Yeah, and, I, will,
2: I listen to some podcasts for other areas, too, so... Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. All right, so, so you're technically savvy enough to, to go and figure out how to get them. Right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and Thank God for iTunes... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: it makes it easy. easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, a little background on you, first um, of all. You I go back to the live 70s in southwest Michigan.
2: I go back to the original squad leader. Okay. Um, came across it when I was in high school. Um, the highlight of my high school careers is when Cross of Iron came out. <laughs> <laughs> um fascinating World War II history. Um you know I did the plastic army man scene yeah that whole oh yeah thing, <laughs> yeah and was looking for something that uh, was more detailed and you know? found it while well, they're detailed and and i found it and um
0: did you have guys to play in high school were there guys
2: in um, friends of my brother that, and i played a little bit yeah. uh, i had a, one or two friends but it was always really casual and it was uh it was kind of like the community that we learned within ourselves so yeah um we learned it wrong right yeah and um
0: then, I teach um, Jeff wrong,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I um, ran into the guys, uh, PJ Norton, the guys out in uh, yes. the Detroit yeah. area, because I went to my undergraduate was at Bowling Green State University in Northwest Ohio, and I don't even remember how I actually connected up with them, but I must have read. So he used to run the Office Fest for you know a long right. time, yeah. And um, I journeyed up there, ran into him, and then. Um, uh, around that same time, I moved to Kalamazoo, Michigan, where I did my graduate work, and I ran into another guy out there whose name I don't know, know off the top of my head, and and we sat down, and between the office fest and him, I started learning that concealment was important. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And I scared CX, uh, CX wasn't just an optional rule. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if
1: you go back this far with our show, but I used to talk about not wanting to do concealment. Why? Yeah. It confuses the game. It's too many rules. Just yeah. Don't and, put it on.
2: And half firepower just didn't seem that important. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> know. In, when in you know in the in the context of everything. So, right. um, um, I remember playing um very clearly playing an old scenario called uh, Engineers as Infantry. Yeah. Uh, I know it. Third party. I don't remember who did it. Just you know, hand drawn thing. And uh,
1: yeah, it was from one of the fanzines, I think. Yeah. But yeah. Maybe, yeah. Okay. And,
2: on all fronts, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> but I remember um, being shocked to realize that if you advanced in certain terrains, you could stay concealed. Mm-hmm. Which, when I taught my brother, we had assumed that as soon as you moved, because we didn't have the distinction between moving and advancing, that you lost concealment. So we thought, well, why'd you put it on? We're just going to lose it, you know. And, there, and then um, a couple of years later, after running in the PJ, we ended up PJ, and I came out to uh, Oktoberfest, and. Which was really strange for me because as just kind of gaming and doing miniatures and doing board games, the idea that you would spend money and go to something to do this, you know, which was kind of like just, you know, kitchen table type stuff. Yeah. Um, So it was a real eye opener. And then uh, really shocked when I would meet like Henny Vendor from, you know, uh, the Netherlands and these other guys that are coming in from, you know, all over the world to do this. And so, Yeah. Yeah and apparently still doing it. <laughs> still
0: doing it, yeah. Thank goodness everybody, or so many of us, are still around yep. to be doing it. Yeah, in fact, even after so many games I've played, um, uh,
1: Timon and I, I don't know, we've been trying to, I think, growing concealment, trying mm-hmm. to remember to grow. Because once I was playing for very, long, lots, very little without any at all. And then playing, when you have it, start the game. Yes, it's really great. But the idea that you could get it back again yeah. was yeah. one that we seemed exhausting, and then. But now we're both trying to remind each other. Oh, you should try and do this, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's learn this. Let's make this a habit. Yeah. So you get all the rules in as habit now, and becomes manageable. So when
0: you're both equally ignorant or lazy, uh, it yeah. makes for a pretty well balanced game still.
2: Well, that's just it. You yeah. don't have to do it, and the game still plays. Yeah. So, that's, I think that's one of the. One of the reasons why it's really easy to not do these rules because the game still plays, right? You know, and the starter kits a perfect example of that, where a lot of those elements are left out, and yet the game still has flow and it has balance, right?
0: And so for those people that are frightened to get into the game because it looks too overwhelming, they shouldn't be because they could you can still play.
2: Yeah, and that's a lot of times they, the people I run into say it looks overwhelming because they look at the rule book. Yeah, and I'm sitting here going, well, yeah, the rule book's imposing, but there's two things you have to remember. First off, you don't need all these rules to play the game. Um, most of this thickness is going to a level of detail, which happens very, very rarely. But one of the things I like the game is because if you do get there, then it's, it's covered. already covered. Yeah. And then the second thing is to remember that the rule book is not written in a pro style. It's written in a technical style. And you just have to read more logically in less, you know, less as a... As a story or a programmatic book like uh, right. the old squad leader was yeah. so it's a shift in shift in how you approach it too
0: so over the years have you kept up with all of the n- new modules and stuff that have come out of your collector yep. in that yeah.
2: way i do all the all the avalon hill and mmp stuff yeah. um um and smatterings of everything from the the lft out in france and heat of battle i had all the um i had all the kinetic energy time on target stuff you know mm. the, real, the rare rare vehicle packs and and all that stuff. I, I missed those somehow. Yeah.
1: Brett, you can have a minute. Um, yeah, in a course.
2: Course. Yeah, so um, I was fortunate. You know, I was fortunate when they were doing their stuff to p- pick an, up their stuff. The, the only fanzine, thing, I remember getting yeah. the paper. Yeah, the, well, they had a magazine, Time on Target.
1: Yes. Oh, it was actually I got them all at home, Jeff, again, yeah. But I, I missed the packs. Like they did some.
2: Yeah. the the one I the one I missed I never got the March Madness pack, oh, which right. of course that was their their um, convention, their tournament, you know, and, and they it released still, it for that. It still goes on. Um, yeah, March I don't know if it does. In Kansas City, yeah, yeah okay. i'm going to go yeah. down. Okay, well right, then, um, I guess, I hope it's still going on. Or yeah, yeah,
1: I don't know if it's the same people who put out yeah, Time on Target. They were known for having all those rules, special yeah. rules, you know, yeah. people were like, this is too many special rules, you know. But um, but I loved it. I played through most of what I got from them. In the, I guess it
2: was like a journal? Was it a... It was. It was, cover was. Yeah. It just was, a paper It was. Fanzine? It was. Um, no, I don't, know like co- I don't know what you mean by hard. I don't know what you mean by hard cut. It was. It was heavy stock, gloss For heavy stock. Yeah. No, no, no. In the cover of the magazine yeah, the cover, yes. talk, it was yeah, was yeah, a gloss I mean. heavy stock with, yeah. you know, normal heavy grade yeah. paper inside it. So it wasn't hard backed, but it was. Uh, right. It was definitely one of the. Um, that's what I mean. It wasn't it, like it at was definitely. Point, it was just, definitely a. Although I don't think it was color, but it was the it was a step up from like the annual, I think it was at the time, which was all just paper, you know, hard sock paper. Yeah. And they had a glossy, thicker cover and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm going to break all these out, and Jeff and I are going to go back over all these old things on the show at some point. Yeah,
2: we
0: should pull those out and go through them.
2: But yeah, so I I dabble in the third-party stuff and got a little bit of everything. I don't try to stay up with those stuff as much, you know. But there's a lot out there. All the MMP stuff I pick up when it comes out.
1: And that means Korea? Have you played, actually? Yeah, I've
2: got a fortunate that I've got... um, a friend who lives within walking distance of my house. We get together every week, and we got the Korea and Dusty and I have played through the first five scenarios, and we're just gonna, we're just doing them in order. I'm playing the Na- United Nations, and he's doing the uh, uh, Communist forces. So it's okay. just how we're gonna do it. Okay. So no particular, just playing them all the way through.
0: Dusty is here with you? Yeah, Dusty he he's, yeah, he's okay. over there playing right. right now, Dusty Morris. So. Okay. I told him we'd interview him, but yeah. if we don't get to
2: him, tell him we're sorry. <laughs> D- is
0: D- Dusty a newer player? New guy.
2: Um, 4 years, is that newer? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. he's, yeah. Been, he's yeah. been playing 4 years. So, <laughs> yeah. um he's getting younger. Yeah. I, I know he, uh, he teaches at a high school I used to teach at, and oh. uh, my son well, all the my son knew him and and I knew him from, from some professional stuff and uh, uh, I live close to the high school and uh Uh, he came over we started playing chess and found out he had a lot of interest in history and stuff like that i said well if you like chess i got this other game you might be interested in Uh, why don't you come down to my basement you know the (laughs) the the typical thing you do to people you don't know that well (laughs) (laughs) and showed him the game and we started playing and uh, we have not played a chess game since then they're good good thing yeah that was that was about four years ago now so and uh play regularly and the nice thing is, is that, because we do regularly, we'll play anything. I mean, we've we've done everything. I mean, give us a night seaborne landing, you know, by Filipinos versus Italians, and we'll figure it out. So.
1: Yeah, that's cool. That's yeah. core. I'm, I'm looking forward to Korea. Um, yeah. I just it's telling people I just broke into Poland and in Flames. Of course, um, uh, Bounding Fire is our sponsor, as well as Ritterkrieg. <laughs> and... Um, so we're blessed to get product from Bounding Fire, and but uh, played a little Blood and Jungle. We still got to get to all that. Yeah. And um, Schmidt, you were doing a lot with Spilky. Uh, was that his, no, or was that heat of battle? Objective I was Schmidt. doing no. The one I was doing with Spilky oh, was Crucible of Steel. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But objective Schmidt they put out, and then uh, I. Um, how did I end up grabbing Poland and Flames? I don't know. My friend was coming over. They sent it to you, didn't they? Well, yeah, but still, why did I grab that off the shelf to play oh. with? I guess I just, that's probably why. I probably went, well... Moment of insanity. I should try something new and grab Poland and Flames out.
2: Found marketing. A short it's scenario.
1: all about marketing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's unusual <laughs> yeah, yeah, for Dave yeah, see, to see, yield see? To, that, to that. But part. I got all into it, and so I'm like, well, I was going to punch Korea. Well, here I am, punt for the week, punch it, because it's yeah. t- slowly... <laughs> There's only like two or three counter sheets in there, but punched enough to play the game. Got the whole, po- he has the whole Polish OB OB is it OB OB, yeah. OB. Order of Battle. Yeah, yeah. In there, and which I, we knew because we covered it on the show, yeah. but I was like, it's Christmas again, because I guess I forgot. So I'm like, oh, look at this. I got an actual Polish, everything is colored and two-tone for poles, got a whole new tray out, got all excited, got all the vehicles and the infantry in one tray, you know. So I guess next will be Korea. Yeah,
2: Korea's going to take two trays at least. <laughs> Yeah.
1: At least even for the infantry.
2: Yeah. it Depends on how you combine stuff. But I think I think my I think I put mine in two Planos. So with vehicles? No. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. in two okay. Yeah. Uh, the the communists have almost no vehicles. It's like some of the S U seventy sixes and some T 34 85s and that's it. So it's mostly the United Nations that have the vehicles, so but a lot of a lot of unusual infantry counters coming in, so
0: Yeah. And uh, how are you doing in the tournament?
2: Um, tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we came. Uh, Dusty and I came in uh, Thursday evening, so we didn't we didn't play the first the Thursday evening round. Oh, okay. Uh, I teach until seven o'clock, so ah. and we came in, and so we didn't we didn't have the first round to play, uh, and then we got paired up together <laughs> Friday morning, so we played each other, and I won that. But then um, uh, the next game. Um, I was playing the Russians in the scenario that uh, heavily favors the Germans and uh, against Matt Book, and, and he won, but we didn't finish till 3 a.m. Like this morning or 2 a.m. this morning oh, or wow. something. It was like 3 a.m. my time for Michigan and yeah. 2 a.m. in Chicago. And um, it's a pariah victory for me because I think I lasted longer with the Russians than anybody else who played the scenario because yeah. I went down to the last die roll of last game. Lost that one, and then... Um, I actually wasn't going to play this morning because I was so tired. But then I went down to get lunch, and they talked me into playing Bill Haywood. So we pulled a quick one up, and then he beat me, um, uh, which is fine. And so I'm just waiting for the round tonight. Yeah. So yeah, came here to mostly to play. Yeah. So.
1: That's yeah. so what it's about. Yeah. See people, meet new people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, second time I've gotten Dusty to come down here or come out to a tournament, he's been to Oktoberfest once three years ago, I think. Got out to him oh, because wow. it matches his schedule. And couldn't go the last couple of years, and then uh, he wanted to come out to something else, so we came out here together. So.
0: And yeah, what what other tournaments do you normally try to attend? Um.
2: Well, the t- two I try to get into is Oktoberfest in Chicago, yeah. mostly because they're both within, um, well, this is two, hours, two and a half hours on the road for me, and then Chicago's yeah, Chicago's about two and a half hours on the road yeah. going the other way. Um, I have uh, years ago, like seven, eight years ago, I went down to uh, – um, St. Louis, the St. Louis tournament with okay. uh, Jeff, uh, or Jim, not, uh, not Jim Burris? No, 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 no. Well, that's his that's his tournament. But I went down with Ah uh, uh, Jeff DeYoung. That's what, from oh, Grand yeah, Rapids because okay. Jeff, yeah. Jeff and I, and Mark DeVries, and those guys are all an hour from each other. Oh, up okay, in Michigan. So, yeah, uh, Jeff and I drove down to St. Louis. I think he goes regularly, but that just that fit my schedule that year. It's a long haul. It's like nine hours, though. So. Yeah, and then so I haven't in, been back since then.
1: And then in personal life, you used to teach at high school, or yeah, I
2: well I taught fourteen years in high school and taught another twenty years at community colleges. Okay,
1: so. you've liked community college better than high school? Um, or?
2: it's it's a different beast. Um, the community college teaching schedule is a lot um, friendlier, you know, for health and and mental health reasons than uh, mm-hmm. teaching in high school. High schools. High school is really rough right now, so
1: yeah, it can be. Uh, yeah. Especially depends where you're at, like the student yeah. population and um, uh, the pressure not, on and kids. It's not really
2: the student population; it's all the other stuff. You know, you close your classroom and it's okay in your classroom; it's fine. You can deal with the stuff in the classroom. It's, it's, and again, I haven't taught high school for 20 years. You know, I've been in the community college scene, but I still have a lot of friends that teach high school, and it's, uh-huh. it's all the mandates, it's all the testing, it's all the things that. Um, are taking away from, you know, uh, being able to actually teach. And then it's a, the, the really strong message of lack of trust with teachers that, you know, well, clearly they don't know what they're talking about. So that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, in and and and, you know, you're watching the news now and you're seeing it kind of uh, the tipping point's been had now. So
1: Yeah. You know, it's – yeah, and I teach eighth grade. And yeah. whenever I get a little rattled because of all the things they want me to try – my um, I go to my friend. He says, "Dave, go in your room, close your door, and teach because you know what you're doing." Yeah, and that's the, my
0: confidence boost. That'll wrap it up for episode two oh nine. Two oh nine, a real gem. And lots and gentlemen. lots going on there, folks. Good stuff. Remember, so. we got contest going. We've got oh, so we many didn't good put a deadline going. on that contest. Oh, it's going to be well.
1: This show is two oh is now
0: October. Let's well, November. Okay, we did a little wrestling, arm wrestling and we came up with the, the correct answer. November 15th, 15th is the deadline for the contest. Yep, get that copy of Yanks. Yep, you can enter as many times as you like. Only, However, it will only be uh, counted as one. One. Unless you mention Sugar Tanks. Sugar the Tanks. The one and only cereal that comes in the shape of tanks. You're welcome. And thanks everybody for listening. So that will wrap it up for the two half-squads. We want you to remember... To roll really low. Very and low. Rally really well. Yeah, rally though. And clink and drink. But not when not you're when playing. Not when you're playing us. us. <whistles> bye everybody. Bye bye. This little flute thing, and I found a lovely rendition of this is somebody playing the flute, this flute. Let's see. Playing the Misty Mountains from the Hobbit. On the nose flute? No, this is on the coriander. Oh yeah. And she looks like an elf.
1: We go for gold These movies
0: is way too, too many. Long <laughs> yeah. Really.
1: For one short story <laughs> called the Hobbit.